Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP episode 17th May 2019, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve social media. Tipsy VP is brought to you by Virtual Paddles Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. This week's weekly tipsy, why every company needs a media department. If you were born and possibly worked in a time before the internet, which will make you very old, <laughs> you would have seen the days when businesses were focused simply on making the best products and selling them to customers. Very little or no education was involved, but when it was required, they came in scripted advertisements with heavy lighting and makeup. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone because consumers totally don't believe in the stage per- stage perfection and fake positivities. Mm. Like, you know when they said, Hi, this is the best product ever. Like, this is, get this discount. And yeah, it's the best product ever. It changed my life. And it will change yours too. So drama. (laughs) So drama and fake. So today, content creation and sharing is the easiest it has ever been with the help of social media. Mm -hmm. And brands that perform well are somehow contributors to the community they are part of. Today, we list out some reasons why every company needs a media department in order to command influence in their communities. Mm-hmm. Okay. By media department, you mean like marketing department? Uh, it's marketing, but it's focused on media. Social media. Not just social media, but media in general. Mm, okay. Which means like creation of content. Mm. In a way, content creators lah. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> so, first we answer the question, what is the role of the media department, which you asked, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook has made it incredibly clear to everyone that posting up videos that do not create value will no longer gain any traction on their platforms. Mm-hmm. We also talked about it in our social media weekly um, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If successful, we foresee that... Uh, sorry. Oops. Okay. If successful. Right. So, uh, if... I think this is um, not part of it. Anyway, I'm going to skip that. In order to remain relevant in their respective industries, brand will need to invest in media. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do this this well is with the help of a media team. Mm -hmm. The media team is responsible for creating informative, educational, and entertaining content on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And if a company does it well, right, we also assume that other social media companies will also be focusing on this thing. Mm. So now we know that Facebook is the only company that is focusing on content, like valuable content. How we define valuable content is if someone actually save it and rewatch it all the time and they share it with others. Correct, yeah. So a lot of marketing videos that we have seen all the while are not not reshareable. They have no reshareable value. Yeah, or the most of them. Correct, correct. Yeah. Like the normal action. Ads, to yeah. No no emotional appeal. Don't trigger action to reshare and to save and rewatch again. It's just a bypass. Hello. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Flashy stuff. Go. Bye. <laughs> gone. Right? Um so we believe that if Facebook's experiment on this um this criteria for successful video works mm-hmm. with Facebook, we believe that other social media platforms will also do the same thing and apply the same rule. Yeah, because it's, it's, there's no rule in marketing. So it's, yeah. it's about trend and who follows who. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's about getting to getting across, getting a message across to your consumers. Mm-hmm. If they remember who you are, then it's successful. Like, you're so tired. Yeah, like, you're so tired. <laughs> right. so, um, so, a market, here it says that a marketing team's job is to focus on creating 
proper valuable content, informational, educational, entertaining content on a regular basis, few mm-hmm. times a week in order to remain relevant. Define your, regular, right? Few times, like, few times a week. Few times talking about regular. maybe like two, three times a week at least. Mm, okay. Yeah, at the very least. So um, here, are the, here are some good content for media team uh, to create to help give brands a strong authority with their audience. Mm-hmm. So the key here, the key the keyword here is authority. Mm-hmm. Authority means that you, you as a brand need to be able to command some influence in your industry. Because if you are a player in the industry, but if you do not command authority, you, you, you are not the person who's a subject matter expert, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Then you, nobody will listen to you. Yeah. So therefore, number one is to be the subject matter expert. When a brand takes on a position as a subject matter expert in the industry, they help spread valuable knowledge to their followers. Mm-hmm. Educational content can teach others how to use certain products, uh, that, which at, can at the same time reveal the multitude of functions and capabilities. Mm. For example, let's say uh, studio. If you, I'm thinking something around along the lines of uh, like uh, QuickBooks mm. accounting software, okay. right? right? So. If, you're, if, you create, if your media team creates content to teach people how to use QuickBooks or how to properly use accounting software, mm-hmm. right? you are also indirectly revealing the functions and capabilities of your software mm-hmm. and also uh, show people how powerful it is. Yeah, the USP of it. Yeah, the USP of it. What do you have that other softwares don't have? Like In a way, not by saying that this is something only we have, but mm. you can say that you have this kind of capability and it's also good for the consumers because they get educational software and they're they're able to learn how to use your software and which is very important yeah and whether this 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 solution actually helps their life problem yeah yes make it convenient yep the other one the other kind of content as a subject matter expert is informative content Mm -hmm. uh, which can update the public on community news which can be incredibly helpful with fast-moving and high-tech industries. Mm. Something not unlike what we are doing right now with uh, Social Media Weekly, mm. where we compile all the weekly social media news and tell everyone about it so that we all get up to speed on what's happening Correct. on a weekly basis. I think in informative content, the best one is uh, market shares. Market shares, yes. It must be fast. Uh, politics. Yes, politics uh, is good as well. The, uh, AI, revolutionary technology yep. industries, so all this kind of thing. Mm. Right. Yeah, those are... <clears throat> Those are important. All right. Next up, second one, breaking barriers. Use on the ground content to reveal what is happening behind the scenes at office. Doing so will humanize the company in the eyes of the customer, instilling empathy and personal connections. So, yeah. So this is quite important also. Yeah. To build, it's it's like creating a character out of a non-living object. Yes. You you need to do that. It's like uh how was it? MW creating their mascot. Yes. This kind of thing. Or McDonald creating Ronald McDonald. Yeah. So, but imagine this but on a greater scale. Like real humans, real employees mm-hmm. on a real world office setting. What it does is, the important here, the importance here is to instill empathy. Mm-hmm. In a sense that your viewers, your con- consumers and customers will understand the, the, the struggle it takes for you to create that product. Mm, not okay. just from an advertisement point of view, but from a day-to-day point of view. Mm. And then they will be a bit more forgiving when you make a mistake. Correct. correct. Because when they follow your journey, 
they know that you did your best to avoid certain mistakes and when it happens, it's out of your control. Correct. I think the best example is AirAsia, Tony Fernandez, mm-hmm. when he created like, like he wanted to create something like everyone can fly. Yeah. But whereas when he has to, when he first faced the problem where the airplane crashes, people still cite him mm. that, you know, it, it, he's creating it for the community. He wants mm. to make sure that everyone can fly. Mm. Therefore, his business grew. Yeah. So, so I carry on from this Asia story, right? You mm-hmm. see, Asia, they, they outright tell people that their business is about pushing down the price of flying, mm. right? And the cost of it is that you go in there and you cannot get seats that you want. You have to pay for the seats that you want. You have to pay extra for check-in luggage, mm. extra for this, extra for food, extra for drinks, extra for all kinds of stuff. And while it is very uncomfortable for the passenger, because they have already ex- ex- explained to everyone that their main goal is to push the price of flying down, mm-hmm. the passengers understand. Yeah. Although they are very uncomfortable, they understand the need for this. Yeah, it's like they are reducing the premium. It's like old bike lah. Yeah, so to say, bike. or Grab. Mm. No, actually Grab is not a good idea. No. <laughs> old bike is a good one. Yeah. All right. Real Next world. up, number three, real world testing. Today, advertisements are regarded as fake and disconnected. Consumers trust reviews with average stars more than properly coiffed videos and copyrighted descriptions that oversell. By walking the talk, brands can take advantage, can take advertising to the next level. Use products in the real world setting to prove their capability. Brands can also work with influencers to magnify the effectiveness of this method. So this is important because it, the kind of media that the kind of content that you create is about using something on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say if um, Studio gives you a very expensive headset, mm-hmm. right, and you use it, and all you do is just to post it once. Mm-hmm. When you post it at once with a nice background, nice setting, nice lighting, a nice photographer shooting the thing, it looks nice, but it's an advertisement. Yeah, it's fake. Right, but what if you use it on a daily basis, and then you always say like, uh, um, day one with my new studio, mm. day fifteen, day thirty, how do you, uh, using how do you it on the plane? How many hours can I use it on the plane? Mm. Using it while traveling, mm. using it while this, using it while that. That is actually applying a product on real world testing. I see. And so when you apply it on real world testing, right, you become the person who is actually doing the test. You, you are really like like stress testing that that product. For the potential buyer. Mm, understand. It's like the product reviews, lah. Reviewers is it in the YouTubers one? Yeah, but the problem with product reviews is they always take a new product and they use it. Mm-hmm. Very, very few actually use it for a longer time oh, and then give another okay, review. Okay. Ah, I know which is the best one already. Diet plans. Yes, mm-hmm. diet plans, yeah, yeah. Diet, <laughs> diet plans are diet one day one, day 30. Yeah, yeah. But you know the problem with diet plans is right. Sometimes, I mean based on my experience, lah, right? Mm-hmm. There are some people who are ambassadors of certain slimming, uh, slimming institutes like mm-hmm. like slimming centers and everything, right? Uh-huh. But they actually behind, right? They apply something else. They go to do CrossFit or they go to do oh. something else. But then they advertise the result as if it was created from the slimming center. That is misleading. Yeah, that is misleading advertising. But most people don't know this, right? So. What real-world testing applies is if that person actually goes to these centers all the time mm-hmm. and then see the transformation happen, mm. then it becomes better. So one of the very good applications for real-world testing, in my opinion, is cars. 
Ah, because okay. a lot of people, when they test a new car, because I like to watch a lot of car review uh, mm-hmm. uh, videos, right? When everybody goes in to do a car review um, uh, video, they always talk about how fancy the car is, how nice, what kind of tech it is, how nice it rides, what's the fuel consumption and everything. But they always fail to address the most important part, the important decision-making criterion in buying a car. Mm-hmm. How expensive it is to maintain, right. how often does it break down, the lifetime, and how fickle is it, like it will not start the next day, mm-hmm. it is yeah. not reliable. This, this kind of reliability is a crucial item Yes, correct. It's, it's one of the factors you should factor in buying a car. Yes, but almost no car reviewer mm-hmm. talks about this because number one, they are not given a, a car long enough to test it. Correct. So they don't know. Or even if they know, they don't care because they are paid to do this anyway, <laughs> so they always tell the nice stuff. Correct, correct. Right. So if they're able, if a company is able to apply real-world testing on their products and service, I think it will create a very, very good impression with their consumers. I think they already did. It's called customer's testimonials. But customer's testimonials are different. It's testimonials like I use really Mm. then I come back and write something about it. Mm. You can buy customer testimonials. Mm. Or they get like a group of people who have already used their car for 10 years. I don't know. I guess. I I don't know. I mean ambassador. So so there there is a certain way of there could be a certain way of creating uh, real world uh, testing real like. world testing videos and content based on campaigns how do we do this stuff? you can do it in like small stuff like if, if you sell a bag mm-hmm. right how the bag works or what you can do is I would apply real world testing with behind the scenes on the ground content mm. say for example if I sell bags right mm-hmm. I can get all my employees to use the same brand of bags mm-hmm. and they, they use it day in day out and day in day out and I get them to document What's the problem with the bag? Mm. Why is it good? Why is it bad? What needs to change? Correct. And then correct. we do a, we do an on the ground behind the scenes meeting once a week or once twice a week, right? To talk about all the problems that we need to fix with the bags. Mm. You know that kind of stuff. I think there's one also. I remember one is a, like they have to spend not more than ten ringgit in the supermarket one. Mm. Like day one, day one to thirty, you only have fifty ringgit. Can yeah. you? How can you spend fifty ringgit? What is the best way to spend that amount of money? Correct. I think yeah. that is also one more rule worth testing on. Personal finance, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's mm. mm. the same? Seems fair, yeah. yeah. Right, next up. Number four, building trust. With all of the above applied by the media team on a regular basis, trust by the community increases. The audience will be more forgiving when mistakes were made, and they are also more willing to support a new product or service. And when hit by bad press, they will also be more ready to defend the brand. Ultimately, the followers and customers will become brand advocates, strongly recommending their friends to buy. So we, we talked about this <coughs> with Asia. Mm. We talked about this with, um, you know, let's say if you are a company doing your best, but still end up making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And what happens is your because you are more transparent and because you tell people how you work and because of that, your consumers will you build trust, trust and they like, will be they will be a lot more forgiving when you make mistakes. Correct, correct. I think and they're ready to back you up whenever something goes wrong. I think the best application for Malaysia now is the PH government. Mm-hmm. The government service at the moment. Yeah. Because Mahade is just being Mahade honest. Yeah. It's like uh, this is what I'm gonna do, guys. Yeah. So any brands that you can think of that is building trust 
and then got hit by bad press. Mm. Xiaomi, Huawei. Asia is one of it. Um, Huawei is never known for being honest. Um, <laughs> Oops. China. Yeah, Oops. and um, Apple was able to to do this. Mm. Yes, Apple. Yeah. But I think right now they are stretching their trust, mm. and people are starting to lose trust in them. Correct. Their trust is it's it's getting and worse and worse because previously it was better. Previously. Apple was one of those few companies where anybody, um, like like all their fanboys, anything that Apple creates, whether it's useless or it's useful, people will buy and they say it's the best thing in the world. You mean their iPod? Their AirPods, their everything. I mean, everything, right? There, there yeah. is a saying that you can you can throw uh, an Apple logo on a pile of shit and it will still be revolutionary. Correct. So, but I think they are stretching it past the limit because people are starting to lose trust yeah, because they are what you call that, innovative is just not there anymore already. I don't think I I understand that um, innovation does not happen all the time, mm-hmm. but I believe that when you do business, you need to be more honest. Honestly. Like for example, if you have uh, if you have MacBooks with keyboards that spoil all the time, mm-hmm. okay, right? You don't deny don't that. Yeah, you don't deny that it doesn't happen, and if you have if you are the one who created uh, mobile devices and laptops that has a zero repairability score, okay. right? You don't go and buy, you don't go and create this machine that tears down iPhones and reuse the aluminium from it and then say that we are good for the environment. You are not. Yeah. Because you are the one who created laptops that are non-repairable. Because devices are non-repairable, mm-hmm. everybody needs to change it every few years instead of being able to extend it. Yeah. You know, you actually um, topped up your RAM and everything on this laptop. Yep, you know that you can't do that in the new ones anymore? Yeah, I know. So the you old have to one buy can. Yes, so you have to buy a new one. Every time your RAM goes out, you have to buy a new laptop. Yeah, it's the same concept as the iPhone where the software, yes. like the, the old iPhone cannot handle the, the new yes, software. new already. software. So sometimes they will bloat up the the software so much that mm. the older devices will slow down, mm. and it, they have been known to actually they have they were known and they were caught for to purposely, for purposely slowing down mobile devices. So you can't do that and then and then at the and then turn around and say that you build one machine that tears down a knife like a bunch of iPhones and still say that you're good for the environment. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't be a Robin Hood. You can't, you can't use your right hand to steal from the people and then use your left hand to say that you're good for the people. It doesn't work like that. Oh, steal ready so, and then, oh, look, I'm doing donations. So I'm so generous, <laughs> I give you back the money. Right? So, so I think Apple is really, really stretching out on their trust right now. It, 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 it was one of those rare companies that were able to build such a strong following cult and trust and they're throwing it all away because they're not being honest with their people. That is the problem I have with Apple right now. Yeah, and I think Apple is losing really. It's a matter of time before Google comes up. It's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are, they are losing. Like for example, Google can can make all the mistakes they want to make, mm-hmm. right? But at the end of the day, let's say for example, um, when you talk about Android versus iOS, mm-hmm. iOS has always been known for more se- being more secure, mm-hmm. having more security. Google is always known for having less security, right? Mm. So if you want a more secure phone, go for iOS. If you go for Google, be afraid of your phone being hacked, mm, right? right? But Google comes out and say, there is a reason why we are less secure. Because while you create a software that only caters for a small number of 
very, very expensive devices, mm-hmm. we are trying to put a proper OS mm. into the rest of the world. Correct. Especially like the those who cannot now. afford especially those who cannot afford your expensive devices. Mm. And Google believes that technology cannot only be be afforded by those who can afford it. It must be available to everyone mm. in the world. Yeah. And that and that is why he also says that, uh, uh, Sunar Pichai also says that, this is the same with security. Security cannot only be specialized for those who can afford expensive devices. It must be something that everyone can have. It's universal. And it must be universal. It cannot be expensive. That is why Google is still fighting, are uh, still working very hard to bring security to the rest of the world. Mm. While Apple sits down, fold their hands and say, our phones are more secure. One's quality, one's quantity. Yeah. So, so because of this kind of angle, right, no matter how much mistake Google makes, uh, people mm. still forgive Google. Yeah. Because people understand that Google has a transparency there, right? People understand that Google is trying to do something that even Apple is not willing to do mm. to bring technology to the rest of the world. For the sake of the majority. For the sake of the majority, for the sake yeah. of the entire world. If Apple was left to run everything by itself, right? I think um, I think about 5 billion of the world population will not will still not have mobile devices. True. Because we still can't afford them. Yeah, so getting more expensive, like 10K. Exactly, now. and it's getting more and more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so we we talked about the four types of topics that a media department can use. Mm-hmm. Now we go on to, to, to list out the relevant platforms in 2019 that your media department can utilize the content for. Number one is social media. So, social media should definitely be the first priority for every company. Yep. B2C band, brands can focus on Facebook and Instagram collectively, not to choose one over the other, but collectively. While B2B should also include LinkedIn. Mm. If videos take on a longer format, YouTube can be a good platform as it still remains the attention of long, uh, videos longer than three minutes. Mm. YouTube is the only platform that people can still go and watch videos of up to one hour uninterrupted. Everywhere else, nobody has the patience for it. Uninterrupted base. Got yeah. ads ready. Yeah, uh, yeah la, true. La. I mean, <laughs> I like, I mean uh, there will be ads, but your attention will still be there. Mm. Yeah, like I wouldn't like log out to Facebook. Yeah, you won't like log, log out to YouTube. Facebook and do something else. So, so YouTube is still a very relevant platform. Mm. And if brands are taking a more adventurous but blue ocean stance, mm-hmm. they can also consider podcasting like what we are doing. Mm. But be warned though, this format will not expect to return any positive ROI in Malaysia for the next few years. Yep, just like us. Like even for us, we are not expecting a lot of people to listen and to follow us all the, um, until maybe 2025. Um, 20, maybe in a, few, <laughs> in a few, few more years, right? But what we are hoping is when podcast becomes a trend in Malaysia, we will be one of those few who have already done it long enough to know how it's done well. Yeah. It's like us getting iPhone during the industrial area. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow. When 4G, 4G is not there yet, but we see. There is no G at the <laughs> There was no connection. My God. So lastly is blogging. Blogging is still widely practiced, mostly for search engines rather than humans to read. Mm. So uh, even if sometimes you feel that blogging is a waste of time, it actually isn't. It helps as it helps you drive SEO, organic SEO well, and once you reach it, it's very hard for other companies to to overtake you. Yeah. So the conclusion is this: at the height of of a completely democratized media world, 
brands can no longer sit on the sidelines and only focus on selling. Mm -hmm. With information being literally free today, the difference becomes which brand is the one curating and giving away free information. Mm. Yep. And the one who can successfully pair valuable content with their branding, their logo in the video, will win the race. Mm -hmm. So just to sum up this week's Tipsy VP, why every company needs a media department. Um, the type of companies, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the type role. of media that your media department can create mm -hmm. would be number one, the subject matter expert type of content where mm -hmm. you become the expert that advises people on how to do things with the product or range of products and how to, um, you know, how to do things well in your industry. Mm -hmm. Number two is breaking barriers, doing a lot of on the ground content in order to create a transparency on your backend so people will feel empathy for your company and how you do work. Number three, do real world testing instead of just advertising. What you do is you equip your people with the products that you sell and as they use it on a daily basis and they document it, people can actually see how it stands the test of time. Mm, correct. Very, very important. And at just, end, use your employees. just use your employees. <laughs> just use your employees. I mean, right? You're, you're selling the products anyway. Might as well just equip your, your people with all the, all the products and ask them to use it. <laughs> Number four is building trust. With all the real world testing and breaking barriers and becoming a subject matter expert involved, you will essentially... Uh, build trust with your community mm -hmm. and your audience will also be more forgiving when mistakes were made and they're more willing to support a new product or service. Mm. And at the end of the day, building trust is important because it helps turn your consumers and customers into brand advocates and yes. they will recommend their friends to buy. Correct, correct. So um, that's all. Tipsy VP Podcast is a part of Social Media Weekly and is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Tipsy VP episode wait, wait for it, wait for it. 17 May 2019. <laughs> My name is Sean. And I'm JK. Au revoir. Ayuna.